Alex, have you gotten a notification that we've gone live? Because I don't, I don't know if we're live. Yes. We are? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we're not we're not scheduled till till five. That's when we told people that we would be on. So, so, um, and we are appointment television. Uh, <laughs> so we've never done it at this this hour this time, and uh, we're trying something new. It's my uh, napping hour. It's your napping hour. It's your napping hour. I appreciate you sticking with us or coming on. Yeah. Cracking open a cold one. Cold seltzer water from Kroger's. Yeah. Target. Target. Target's Target's is good. Target's is pretty good. Tap water. Whoa, water you're li you're living on the edge tonight. I'm fizzed. You're fizzed. Um, so, um, before the actual episode officially gets started, um, Alex, did you, eh, whatever. Um, we're not beholden to anything. Um, we're appointment so, television, damn it. Alex, Bobby finished editing our podcast. No, not pod, pod racer episode of Bobby's classic cartridge catalog. That is exciting, yeah. Playing this game. Episode one, Racer. Now, did you, uh, uh, I, I, uh, I came up with a, with a title for it. Pod Racers Use the G-Force. Or Can Feel the G-Force. I think that's I, what I, I went with. I thought you would have called it a pod podcast. A pod podcast. <laughs> I could have. I could have. Um, so, anyway. Anyway. Oh, now I got the notification that we're live. Because it's 5 o'clock. That's it. That must have been it. So, um, are you guys excited for today's episode? Yeah. So, what are we talking about, Alex? Uh, today we're going to talk about Avatar The Last Airbender that I know we've mentioned it in the last couple of episodes. It's like geek outs that myself and Mike have been re-watching it and we got my buddy Luke uh, to, to catch some of the show. Um, I haven't talked to Luke before the podcast about it. I've been dying to. I've been it, dying to. Uh, I am officially... I, I am officially halfway through the show i am on i just finished episode 10 of season two you're a little bit ahead of me in terms of rewatch but yeah i've been i've been saving it saving it for saving it for the show what do you think of it man well okay so you told me that um oh Hey, by the way, this is RGCWV, Random Geek Culture in West Virginia. This is my co-host, Alex McLean, and my other co-host, Micah Mallow. That's me. Okay, back to that. <laughs> back to what we were talking about. So, um, anyway, um, yeah, the first season, it was very much... A, it, it, I never actually sat down and watched the show. And it was you know, 
confirming a lot of my beliefs that it was a kid's show. But after you started to get towards the end of that first season, it really kind of became something a lot cooler. Um, which really I mean, like, I mean, like Ninja Turtles, Ninja Turtles is a kid's show, but I could talk about Ninja Turtles all day long. And there's, there's a lot of elements to it that isn't in a regular kid's show. So anyway, um, I am really digging the show, especially I am, I'm halfway through the second season. I just finished episode 10 and I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it. I would definitely describe uh, Ninja Turtles 2016. Isn't that the one that you were talking about as more of a kiddie show yeah. uh, th than Avatar is more eh, juvenile? Yeah, I will say with me, uh, the show doesn't really pick up for me until they uh, meet Toph. I always have this thing about the the Cath Knight being complete until they, they become like a full group. And there's other shows like that, too, like Parks and Rec, um, for example. I, I don't get into that until Ben and uh, Chris show up. Well, oh, um, for, for me, that show doesn't pick up. Um, Parks and Rec doesn't pick up until Andy gets the shoe shine stand. That is the that is the jumping off point. But you have always, to you have to watch those first episodes. I always feel like there's something incomplete until you get you get the full cast. Once a full cast shows up, that's when a show really takes off. And for me, tough is when things get white hot. And it's not even necessarily tough joining the party. It's uh, just it's everything else that happens too. It's Azula yeah. and Zuko's uh, conflict actually beginning. Uh, it's kind of part of Zuko's redemption arc. It's whenever that begins. Uh, and also, uh, Toph is my favorite character, but I don't think she's the best character. Uh, Zuko is the best character. I'm going to completely agree with you on that, actually. My and there's your cat. Yeah. <laughs> I I, th I kept looking behind me like is is Mittens walking around behind me but no. Oh no, I'm talking about Mike. <laughs> well, the, I I heard a bell. So, so ah, I okay. I thought I thought and I was like the the door is closed. <laughs> but I got to say I'm appreciating the first season a lot more on a rewatch as to yeah. how much like foreshadowing there was that I didn't really catch before. Um and and there were, yeah, yeah, it has some dumb ones, it has some kitty ones, but uh, there were a lot of heavier episodes now. Yeah. I, I think what it is, is starting out for me, like, I, I hate Zuko's character so much in the beginning that... Uh, Which one's I can't Zuko? Really, I, I can't really appreciate him until his uh, character arc starts to really kick in. Which one's Zuko? The, the bad guy. the The scar on his face guy. Oh, scar on his face, guy. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'll get it eventually. It's my favorite character in the whole series, though, so far, so far, is Zuko's uncle. What's his name? Uncle Iroh. Iroh. Oh, uncle, man. Uncle yeah. Iroh. There's a special place. If you don't like a Uncle Iroh, <laughs> then I question that you're a human. Yeah, he's... He's he's a really well written character, 
in a well-developed character. He's got such a good backstory to him. Um, his his outlook is great. He's just he's he's the kind of he's the kind of character that, that belongs in media because it makes you want to be a better person. Which why is there even a show in the first place if not trying to convey a, a story that emulates real life? Now, I'm not sure, you know, 10 episodes in, you're not to the Tales from Bossing Say episode yet, are you? I just finished the library episode okay. where um, the flying bison, what's his name? Appa. 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 When Appa gets taken. Um, man, good good episode all around there was so many elements to that um very um kind of, kind of emotional in in parts but um the, re the the part that really picks up for me the 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 episode that was really like holy crap this is a great show was the um introduction to the blind earthbender mm -hmm. that is that is the yeah, I loved that episode. That was really cool. Are you talking about Toph? Yes, Toph. <laughs> okay, maybe you're this, going, maybe this is a little misogynistic, but uh, not a very male, mas or not a very feminine name. I don't it, know. It was it's originally just... supposed to be a, a man, and they changed it. Oh, oh, okay. I didn't know that. So, I okay. and I think they kept a lot of the character traits. They just made it a, a, a young girl. I mean, truly, as far as the way that they went with the story, I mean, it kind of uh, they they obviously added layers that uh, added a lot of depth to the character. So I I, I, I like that Toph is a girl. Yeah. Now, uh, one thing that I noticed about Uncle Iroh that I didn't catch on my initial viewing was in season one, uh, the episode "The Storm." I'm getting a little bit of feedback from somebody. It's Luke. Uh, is it me? Um, in, in the episode "The Storm," which is the one where they show like Ang's backstory and yeah. Zuko's backstory, they also show like foreshadowing to something. Uh, Uncle Iroh performed lightning bending in that episode, and that would come back later on. But that was the first time you see it happen. Huh. Yeah, he. That I just watched um, him showing um, his nephew how to bend lightning, and then of course at the end of the end of that episode, he's like trying to bend lightning, and so he's standing in the middle of a lightning storm and he's not getting struck, and he's like you know in anguish ah! why why can't i just get struck by lightning iroh is also a really back. important character to the show that um he was voiced by mako iwamatsu who was kind of a famous actor who was in a lot of stuff i yeah. had never heard of him before the show but apparently he's well-known in, in Hollywood stuff. He was in stuff like Conan the Barbarian and uh, a bunch of Kung Fu movies. And then he was the voice for, he was in Samurai Jack and Dexter's Lab. And he died during the uh, production of this episode. 
and you'll be seeing it soon. Uh, Tales of Bossing Say. That's the one I was referencing. Yeah, that was uh, that was aired after he had passed away, and the the song that he sings in that was the last voice recording that he made, which uh, is in incredible. His life. Once you know his part in that episode, uh, you will not have a dry eye. Yeah. When I watched it this time, I like I remember keeping it together in the past. This time, I was like, "Oh, geez, the tears." I've also read like the guy that they brought in to replace him, who was like uh, a, an understudy, an apprentice of his. He refuses to sing the song for any reason that uh, for any kind of appearance because it's uh, Mako's uh, final performance. That's nice. Yeah, that's nice. Um, so we're a little bit early, but I just wanted to put out there that I believe that um, somebody will be joining us here in a little bit. Um, just audio, I think. To quiz Alex and Mike, on some avatar trivia. I'm, I'm gonna let Alex win. My, <laughs> my body is ready. Wait, Luke, Your body is ready. I know more character names than Luke. That's not hard. It's that not hard. For me. You uh, know what's you know what's funny though? Like other shows, um, like uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Like because I read the book or listened to the audio book. Um, before the sh before the show, I have I have no problem remembering any of those names. Um, I don't know if it's an audio thing, like I'm trying to take in the the visuals of the show, so the names are escaping me. Like I don't know, it was like three seasons before I remembered all the names in Chuck. Um, mm -hmm. Which, by the way, if you haven't seen Chuck, that's a good show. That's a really good show. I have not watched it. It's on Prime. It's all on Prime, so you could watch it. Um, now, now, before we get too far into the weeds, do you want to describe what uh, Airbender is, just in case someone is watching this and does not know? We, we kind of jumped right into Toph and everything. Did, if you played Zelda Ocarina of Time, or even better yet, um, Zelda Breath of the Wild, then you pretty much get the plot of Airbender. At least for the first half of the show. Because, man, I, the first season, I was like, they're totally ripping off the story of Breath of the Wild. Oh, wait. Breath of the Wild came after this. By like 15 years. Yeah. 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 I I had never made that comparison before, before you made it, uh, Luke. But yeah, four elemental-themed kingdoms who, like, one of them starts attacking everybody, and, uh, you know, yeah. And one hero has to go to all four of them and get their powers. Well, even, even the, the, yeah, a hundred years later, that was the thing that I was just about to say, a hundred years later. So uh, there's, there's so many simil similarities between the last airbender and this guy right here. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which, by the way, I just re I just uh, set my shelf back up with uh, with new decorations. That was actually up above. I moved that back there because I thought it was more fitting by the Zelda shield. Uh, I don't see Luke on a stick. Oh, um, where is oh, Luke? Here, here's here, here's here's Luke. <laughs> 
You're such a geek, Luke. <laughs> yeah, no, I keep, it, I keep it up by the window. I keep it up by the window. To scare off the neighbors. <laughs> I have him turned around. Yeah, to scare off the neighbors. That that's it. That's better. <laughs> they they think I don't work. I'm just like standing there looking out the window all day. There's the window longingly. Yeah, and it's really been interesting me walking my dog. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, um, I, I feel like I'm doing a lot of the talking. This is more you and Mike's show. So oh, no, no, no. I wanted to get your impressions from it for the first time. Okay. Okay. Well, you got it. <laughs> yeah. You got it. You're, you're the virgin here. Yeah, okay. Luke. <laughs> virgin. Um, I don't know, Mike. Um. Favorite character, favorite episode? Uh, I mean, as I mentioned, favorite character, Toph. Um, Zuko is probably the best character because he has probably one of the most satisfying character arcs in um, like storytelling history, at least as far as like kids' cartoons go. Because um, you don't get that much out of a kids' cartoon. But you know, like we said, the show matures as it goes along. Uh, favorite episode... Um, there's a lot of good ones outside of Bossing Say. Um, so it's hard to pick one. I, I, I particularly enjoyed the one with, with the drill. Um, that's a good one. Of course, the finale is phenomenal. Um, so, but of course, it's like a three or four parter, so it's hard to pick from just from those three episodes. Um, so I, I kind of stick with the, the drill just because I feel like that's easier. I think that's my pick. The final battle with the Fire Lord is like, man, is hype as anything, man. Ah, I, you know. It doesn't disappoint. Get hype. It doesn't dis. I mean, so Luke hasn't seen it yet. Yeah, the final battle does not disappoint at all. But, uh, Thinking of the Fire Lord, um, did you catch who the voice actor is for Fire Lord Ozai? I'm, I'm aware. I wonder if Luke is. Okay. I, I want to flex my geek muscles, and I didn't. I didn't look at the actual IMDb. Is that Mark Hamill? You that got it, Mark Hamill. Yeah, I I I can pick out Mark Hamill's voice out of a crowd, like any of his voices. It's just like, yep, that's that's him. Except when you thought it was Don Corneo in the, the Final Fantasy VII remake. I still think, I still think <laughs> that they changed the voice actor um, from the trailer to the actual release. No, it, it sounds the same to me. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound the same to me. Uh, it, it sounds a little different. Uh, we got a conspiracy here. Yeah. You know, I've told Alex the same thing. And he, I had him totally convinced too. So either I'm a really good bullshitter or, you know, I had a point. Maybe a little bit of both. Well, that's not to say people can't sound like other people sounding like other people. No, wait a minute. Now, I, I'm trying to – I don't want to get off topic that there was fan speculation beforehand. It wasn't just Luke. There was a lot of entertainment media coming out saying, okay. is that Mark Hamill? I mean, if, I, I could if, – if it had been, I would have believed it. I mean – it is definitely that uh, kind of Joker-esque kind of uh, uh, approach to the character. Now, now, 
I will say that I put it out there on Twitter saying, Mark, is this you? You know, and tagged him specifically, and he didn't tweet me back. And he has actually liked one of my posts before, so he knows I'm out there. <laughs> we we have a direct line to Mark freaking Skywalker Luke Skywalker Hamill. Hey, Luke Skywalker Hamill. You got Mark Hamill. I got Ryan Johnson. We're halfway to another Star Wars. <laughs> right? Oh my god. Um. But yeah, he's the, he's the voice actor for Fire Lord Ozime. Yeah, yeah, he's he's really good. He's really good in, in the show. Another thing about Avatar that I think uh, it maybe gets overlooked uh, watching it today is that it came out at a time that shows of its caliber were uncommon. That this uh, plays a lot more like a Japanese anime than it does Western animation. You. you you didn't see shows like it uh, on Cartoon Network or absolutely. This was in the era of Dexter's Lab and uh, and Johnny Bravo and and, and stuff like that. Uh, Powerpuff Girls. You didn't see anything with the degree of seriousness of it. And I I really really liked Johnny Bravo. I, I I'm I I hope I'm not alone in that. I loved that show. Right. It's you know. <laughs> But it, it's it's uh, a show that nothing took itself quite so seriously. You could say Samurai Jack, but um, even that was a short format sort of film. Right. It, it was not one that necessarily, like, there's an end goal, but th there's no progression to get to that end goal. And, that's, and I think that's the thing I appreciate about Avatar more than anything, because so many cartoons of that time and before never seemed to have an, like, there was, there's something they want to accomplish, but there's never like an end game to getting to that goal um, where Avatar was always aimed at that goal. And that, and that's actually why I didn't watch it when it first came out, because I didn't think that it was ever going to uh, achieve that. And, and they, they did it the way it needed to be done. And I think most shows should do it that way. And nowadays that's a little more common, but yeah. back then it, it's not like the first ever, but it's uncommon. It's satisfying to have that. So we just had somebody join. Greg, are you with us? I am. <laughs> hey. Nice so Greg. Um Greg, um who uh runs the Twitter account uh VB Bobblehead. Um he is also a fan of Avatar and um I asked him to jump on today to hit Mike and Alex with a little bit of tr Avatar trivia. Are you ready for that, Greg? Did you say something? Yeah, I'm ready. Some of them are <laughs> some of them are hard. Okay. All right. I think they're ready. I think they're ready. Are they? Are Are you guys both ready? I'm ready. ready. <laughs> okay. All right. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead, Greg. Who started the Hundred Year War? Started the Hundred Year War. Uh, no, no, no. Fire Lord Ozai's father. Uh, uh, is that Sozin? It is Sozin. Sozin. Hey! All right. I, I don't have a tally thing, so I'll just, I'll just, I'll just keep it mentally. Mike, Mike gets one. Founder of the comment. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Greg. Next one. Who or what lives in the Spirit Oasis? 
the those two fish. Ah, I'm going to get all of them wrong oh, like this. Oh, I know this one. Oh, the, what? No, 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 no. I can, I can. I mean, the 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 Bring ocean, the ocean spirit in the 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 the, the moon spirit. Yes, Twee and Law. Yay! I get one. You have to answer in the form of a question, though. Darn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by the way, great episode. Great episode. Did not see where that one was going. Uh, there's a lot of uh, websites that rank that one as the best one. It's a, yeah. All right, go ahead, Greg. Next one. Who led the Freedom Fighters? Oh, the fr which freedom fighters? The, the the. There's a lot of freedom fighters. The, the uh, their actual name of their group, though. Uh, I'll give you a hint. Jet, Jetter. Go, go Did you on. say Jet? Jet. Yes, it was Jet. Yeah. I was, I was thinking maybe that was Jet. Jet. All right, we all got we all, we all got three. We all got. We all got. Well, we got. We all got one. <laughs> yeah, we all got three. Least favorite character. Yeah. All right. Next one. I don't even know how many you have. Well, I have several in case you want to keep going. Okay. Well, next one. What's the name of the evil spirit that Ang had to visit in the spirit realm to answer a question? Ding the face dealer. It is kind of the face dealer. I just watched that one. <laughs> Okay. If so, by the way, if you're a Dragon Prince fan, he plays uh, the the Dark Elf in uh, that series. They got the same voice. Huh. Oh, I do have paper. Hit me with another one. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, Greg. Okay, there are three water tribes: the northern, the southern, and what's the third? The eastern. That that was it was a guess. I, I definitely you, don't know. I can give you a hint. They're hillbillies. Oh, the swamp ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. the swamp. We's all can here. <laughs> that was a funny episode. Yeah, it was. <laughs> all right. Which element did Ang at first refuse to bend? Refuse. He was warned not to practice firebending. He didn't refute. Wait, did he refuse? He did later to 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 learn to to learn um earth because it's, it's so fire. opposed to his. Okay, go ahead. Is yeah, it... Alex is right. It's fire after he <laughs> okay. hurt somebody. Sorry to interrupt, oh, yeah. Luke, but no. this is a game. Yeah, that was a good I'm episode. Winning. Yeah, that was a good episode. No, you're not. Mike is. I think we're tied. Did I miss one for Alex? No, we're tied. I'm kidding, man. No, I mean, no, I don't think that. I think Mike has three, and I think you have two. Yeah, he, he used uh, fire, and he burned Katara, and so I'm never learning firebending. Because he was kind of, he was such a brat in the first season. That was that was a surprise in my rewatch that I, I couldn't believe how uh, juvenile he was. Yeah. Who, Aang? Aang, yeah. yeah. Hmm. All right, hit me with another one. 
Okay, Shi Tong is a spirit. What animal did he take the shape of? I don't know this one. Is that the one that took the shape of the monkey? No. If you need a hint, he lived in the desert. The owl. And it's the owl. Ah. Oh, he's the librarian? Yeah, you should have known that one. Library. <laughs> you, you I didn't know that he was a spirit, though. Yeah. He says that. Oh, okay. I must have missed that. <laughs> I'm listen I have it on in the background when I'm working. I'm not catching oh, every God. single detail. God, that's not the way to watch this show, Luke. <laughs> well, you know, I think cool. I'm gonna have to go back and watch it again with Bella because it's 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 proving to be a much better show than I originally thought. You would enjoy it. Told you. <laughs> well, we're watching Dragon Ball, so yeah, I know. I, I know I give you a dozen recommendations all the time. I understand. And by the way, I will say that um, there is a lot of similarities between this and Dragon Ball. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now that I'm farther in the series. Okay, go ahead, Greg. What's the name of Zuku's girlfriend? Girlfriend. I didn't know he had a girlfriend. My. Yep. Ah. <laughs> I think that's five for Mike. I'm, I'm giving you first dibs too. <laughs> there you go. All right, go ahead. Okay, besides water, what substance did Katara learn to bend? Blood. Yep, it's blood. Spoilers, Lord. <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines in the show, too. Now you're a bloodbender. Well, I mean, I, I can guess that that's where the show is going because she learned healing and she's such an advanced waterbender. I figured that, you know, it's just like the, the, the waterbenders that um, knew how to manipulate plants because they manipulate the water within the plants. I, I, I thought that was a logical step. Yeah, that's a dark episode when you get there. By the way, mm -hmm. there that's there like are more than four kinds of bending, basically. Okay. On that note, what type of bending did Toph invent? Metal bending. <laughs> yep, metal. I had a feeling that one was next. Who was that? Was that Alex that got that one? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I think Mike and Alex are tied. Um, this is, uh, let's, let's make this the last question. Greg, you don't have to go with the next one. Give me a really, really good hard one for the last one. And right, Mike, I'll find a hard one. Yeah. Mike and Alex, I, 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 I don't, I don't want you guys to, to, to let each other win. Just quick fire. <laughs> the answer is Mako Iowatsu. Oh, that wasn't the question. <laughs> uh, that that's that's already my answer. Oh, to whatever he asks. What is the proper elemental order of the Avatar cycle? Ah, okay, okay, okay. Fire, air, earth, water. Nope. Uh, what is it? Does it have a starting place? It doesn't matter which element you start with. You just have to give an order. Oh, okay. All right, then I'll go fire, air, water, earth. That's it. I realized it after I said it. Yeah, the uh, 
his previous life was the fire guy, and then there was I oh, forget their names. Kiyoshi. Kiyoshi, and then before and that, was the fire one. Oh, oh, okay. I see what I, 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 I understand now. That that's a good question, though. Yeah, that is a good question. Uh, I like that one. <clears throat> so, and I should have known that because Cora is a waterbender. Ah. I just traced it back to it was it was fire before and then actually ran it backwards. It was fire and then earth before, so it had to be water before that. So it is is Mike the winner? Yeah, Mike would be the winner. <laughs> I could add actual sound effects, but you know. No, no, I, that's better. That's better. I only I only have so many computers. Only hey, well, so that was a fun episode. That yeah. was a fun episode. I, I enjoyed that. And Greg, thank you for joining us and giving the uh, the trivia. No problem. So, um, any last notes before we uh, sign off of the uh, live streaming? Avatar The Last Airbender is on Netflix now. And if you have a Netflix, you should be watching that. If you're not watching it, then I don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah, basically. Watch the show, man. <laughs> and from the testimony of a person that just started watching it and had um, only bad preconceived notions from it, it's a good show, and you should watch it. All right. So, yeah. anyway. <laughs> um, this has been RGCWV Random Geek Culture in West Virginia. I am your host, Luke Hersey. With me tonight was Alex McLean. Mike Mallow. It's me. And to do our trivia is Bubblehead Greg. And uh, if you uh, want to reach out to us, you can uh, send me an email at uh, randomwvgeek at gmail.com, or you can call me on my phone or send me a text at 304-566-9777. Welcome to the end. Welcome to the end. Welcome to the end. And thanks for joining us, Greg. No problem. Okay, so the stream is done. And this is usually when we do our bonus content for the uh um for the uh the the audio podcast section. Ooh, bonus. The bonus content. Sorry to spoil a little bit of stuff to you, Luke, but no, it's uh, fine. you know it's fine. we knew that we knew that was gonna happen. Yeah, I was planning to go deeper, so I'm I'm pleased that I didn't. <clears throat> I thought we were well, really going to explore Zuko and Iroh's relationship, and, and the uh, the uh, the contrast between Zuko and his dad's relationship, and Zuko and Iroh, who, who's more like a father to him, and how how those two mirror each other. We can talk about that when Luke's done. Yeah, yeah. Because, because there's, that... there's some spoilery stuff I don't want to get into with that. One thing that I, I thought about mentioning, but I, I didn't want to bring it up or get off track, that uh, one thing that I'm definitely appreciating on the rewatch is uh, showing the Fire Nation, and, and especially in the episode The Storm in Season 1, they showed kind of the history of the Fire Nation, too, that it wasn't always uh, a warmongering people. And it, they go to the Fire Nation in Season 1, and they're not bad guys, they're regular people. And I just think it sort of uh, draws parallels to real life 
to to countries and 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 people that maybe they come from an oppressive uh warmongering country but the people there are regular people that's true i, I was gonna say i hadn't thought about it like that but i think i've, I've sensed that if that makes sense it's kind of there. It just wasn't in my like full consciousness. Right. And, uh, fire Lord Sozin, uh, was, uh, Ozai's father was not this go on a crusade and take over the world guy. And there was just a lot of, uh, peripheral, uh, interest in, in that kind of thing, you know? And they uh, got rid of him and went to war. I, I will say the the first time I watched it through, I, I wasn't as cognizant of the the history. Like I knew why Zuko was banished, but I I kind of missed the whole subplot of what happened to his mother. Um, right. I I never caught that. Yeah, I never caught that either. That was the most recent episode that I watched. In fact, and, rewatched. And mild, mild spoiler, Luke. They they never actually explain in the show what did happen to her. In fact, I think that's the question that ends the show. <laughs> There's a comic that tells you. Yeah. I, I, cause I, this was time around, I, 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 what's that? Was it Azula? No, no. It's, it's, it's actually uh, very interesting. Um, cause I actually went and, and, uh, I think I looked on Wikipedia or whatever the avatar Wikipedia is that, that it's, is its own site. And uh, it, um, it's, it's actually very interesting, though, where she goes from there. Uh, and definitely uh, check it out. Um, yeah, because like um, Greg said, it's in, it's in comics, so it's going to be hard to seek out otherwise. Yeah, I my suspicion upon rewatching it, I remember Zuko comes back into the the palace and is like, where where is mother and and. Uh, and Azula is there. Well, and she's holding a knife saying, I don't know, but I don't think you'll be seeing her anymore or something like that. And then she's like, Oh, by the way, granddad died. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was just, there was a coup and then they went to war and that wasn't what the fire nation always was. Well, and that grandpa dying and mom leaving are connected. Yeah. <laughs> leaving i gotta read this comic yes yeah, it's, it's actually a very sad backstory all just in general um and, and i guess you know that's that's really all the more they reference it within the show um so you, you definitely have to do a deep dive into that because it's i actually felt a little bit depressed after i read it <laughs> i think we've got the video recording off but luke's trying uh creepy stuff with lighting I am. He's ready to do some blood bending. Yeah. I, I'm looking at all the stuff in his room. <laughs> he likes to show it off. I do. Oh, Especially actually, face. speaking of something to show off. So oh, this... God, keep it in your pants, Luke. <laughs> no, this <laughs> week. This week. Okay, so <laughs> I took the took the took the pillow off of my off of my gaming chair. And <clears throat> God, I don't want to see your body pillow. Jesus. No, no. Look, look, look. So I, I, my T-shirt was getting like ratty and everything. So I made this 
to perfectly fit in this spot where the pillow was that, you know, cause the pillow was like, you know, like really, you know, over padded and was kind of hurting my back. So I'm, I made this and stuffed it really just light just to cover this area. But, uh, I mean, Oh, now, if you're not seeing the video, what Luke is showing me right now is so obscene that uh, we we had to cut we had to cut it Ew. out. I just came back. <laughs> do, do you see what's on my gaming chair though? It's it's a Nintendo controller and it says "Control yourself." It's so big. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's kind of embarrassingly big. It looks kind of squishy too. It's very uncomfortable. <sighs> that can't be sanitary. <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> I kind of like that the audio version has become the more unplugged or un, uh, uncensored version of the podcast I've kind of yeah, liked how this is going this is random me culture after dark after dark yeah <laughs> I, I, so. I need rules though because like you know you would hate my podcast which is bullshit for yeah <laughs> 45 minutes. I'm, I'm not exactly a, a G-rated person. <laughs> yeah, I actually employ a uh, sensor bleep on those episodes. <laughs> so, um, I am, if, if anybody is still listening, um, which people do still listen to the podcast. Yay! Um, so, uh, this uh, this week, this coming week, we are going to publish the uh, um, uh, Bobby's classic cartridge catalog episode. Which um, um, did Mike and Alex? Did you? Oh, and you guys are over on this side of you know, in the app. Is, is Alex above me? I keep pointing up like Alex is above me. I mean, he was. Yeah, depends when on we, how you arrange it. When yeah, okay. he was when I was uh, um. Um, well, I mean, the important thing is on the video. I mean, it doesn't matter now because no one's going to see this. Yeah, nobody's going to see this. This is not. This isn't. This isn't their going to the YouTube's. But yeah, uh, I watched the preview, or I mean, that's the full version, basically, of yeah. Bobby's classic cult cartridge catalog. PCCC. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm real happy with it. It is so much better. And it, 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 it is as good as I thought it was going to be. Um, is it actually it, called BCCC on YouTube? BCCC. Yeah. That can't be great for the SEO. Why? Well, well if you're searching for it, that, that's not a great thing to type in to search for it. Well, um, the uh, it's it's part of the podcast, so it's on the same channel. So... RGCWV, and that is a separate. That is the all of those episodes are in Bobby's classic cartridge catalog. Um, that is its own demo or, or, or its its own subsection. If you want a longer alliteration, I can definitely, <laughs> I can definitely get you one. Yeah, because RGCWV BCCC is not long enough already. <laughs> you sure do like your uh, acronyms. I do. I really do. I am a big fan of TLAs. Just call it cartridge time and be done with it. <laughs> By the way, TLAs are three-letter acronyms. Oh. oh. God, Luke. Oh. Well, uh, you don't want to see what he's doing now. 
So, um, I finished Metal Gear Solid Five, Alex. Yeah, oh yeah, you told me. You told me. Greg, have you played that? No. God, great game. And it's $5 on the PlayStation Store right now. Until really? the 18th. Get it. Get it. It is so worth 5 It was worth it when it was $20. It was worth it when it was $30. It was worth it when it was $40. But it is... It, it would be a dumb decision on everybody's part not to buy and play that game at least a little bit. Because that is... It, not only is it very satisfying as far as gameplay, but the story's pretty good as well. I mean, it's not it's not great. It's not the first Metal Gear Solid. That one just blew everybody's mind. But it's pretty good. What, and it's, what service is this one again? On the PlayStation Network. Oh, okay. And it's the definitive experience. So it comes with Ground Zeroes. It comes with the main game. It has all the add-ons. And it has the DLC. The Chapter 2. Which, I mean, I didn't play. And I... It just... The the thing with the, the, the DLC was the like mind-blowing parts of the story everybody already kind of figured out in the main game and it's like that they they make make certain things known and it's like oh my god i'm this guy or i'm that guy and it's like yeah we already knew that can you is that the end of your story <laughs> is that the end of this so i mean it was not always focused no and um i don't i feel like maybe this episode two might be the reason why kojima left because it was clearly a money business decision to make that episode two they were trying to squeeze um you know more content out of a complete experience <clears throat> so uh, un unlike when we get a DLC for a character on Smash Brothers, you don't have to get all those characters, but they're cool. Like the Terry Go Bogart DLC. Very cool DLC. Like, adds so much to the game. And, I mean, SNK characters are great. Especially Terry Bogart. He's the best one. So, um, I started uh, Syndicate. Oh! Oh yeah, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I started. Uh, I started that. Um, really rocky beginning, like super rocky beginning. I'm like, where is this going? But the gameplay is really good, so I kept on going with it. Um, some of the things that were kind of an annoyance, though, was the, um, you know. Every time I had to get from one side of the street to the other, I had to descend to the street and then, you know, cross the street like a pedestrian and then climb the other building. Then you get the grappling hook and then the game makes so much more sense and is so much more satisfying. You don't start out with your whole kit and yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. Well, it's just like in Revelations um, where you don't have the hook the hook yet um 
to for your high climbing. So if part of the game is purposely restricted. And that's how Syndicate kind of felt, was it was purposely um, restricted. So. Yeah. <sighs> I think this has been a great episode, guys. I do, too. I do, too. Um, and, uh, I mean, I... Again, thank you, Greg, for joining us and giving us trivia. And uh, it added to this episode. In fact, um, you know... If if we have an episode where we want to do that, I might ask you to come back in this capacity again. That wouldn't be a problem. Trivia, Greg. Trivia, Greg. Yeah. Hit it. Hit us with one more bonus round. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how hard do you want it to be? Super hard. Oh, Luke so likes hard, it that way. <laughs> Oh, I have a really hard one. <laughs> Me too, man. <laughs> oh, gee. I couldn't stop myself. <laughs> okay. 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 Suck it to me. <laughs> I actually knew the answer to this, so it is doable. All of the bending styles are based on real martial arts. Can you guess what one of the elements martial arts style is? What? I didn't know this. I kind of assumed that. <clears throat> um, er I can't think what that style is called. I only could guess one, but I was right. Airbending Kung Fu? Uh, Earthbending Sumo? Pro I mean, I, I would go with Earthbending Sumo. Um, wait. I'm going to take a shot in the dark. Fire Kyoto? Okay. I will tell you what they are. Okay, go ahead. And they're very specific. Okay. You've got Tai Chi is waterbending. Oh, that, that makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah, that's, yeah. The most, that's the one I could guess. That was the most mm -hmm. obvious to me. I cannot pronounce the airbending one. It's B-A-G-U-A-Z-H-A-N-G. Bazong, Bazong. That's a Chinese. Ball, ball. Yeah, yeah. Bolzautong. Northern Shaolin is firebending. Nor okay, yep. And Hungar is earthbending, except for Toth, who uses praying mantis style sometimes. Wow, that's I didn't know any of this. But those are the things that adds adds so much depth to, you know, a lot of our shows, a lot a lot of the the cartoons that we like. I mean, Ninja Turtles has that. In fact, actually, you can get. I don't I don't have it in front of me, but different ver iterations of the Ninja Turtles actually have different styles of martial arts that they're employing. In fact, I think it's the 2012 um, Splinter is employing, I want to say, a Shaolin um, style. I would think Splinter would have a Shotokan style. You would know better than I would. 
<laughs> but uh, but shit, I guessed completely wrong on the. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I'll have to admit, I have not heard of uh, some of the uh, two of those that that you mentioned. Yeah, but the and they I, might be subdivisions of a larger branch yeah, of martial so. arts too. I mean, Tai Chi for water bending totally makes sense. I tell you what, though, um, now that we're 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 the, is it weird? Okay, so the episode when they are um, in the library, I for a second there was like, "Holy crap!" There is a tribe that uh, is practicing uh, air bending. And it's the uh, when the the guys that they meet in the um, in the desert, the ones that are controlling their, you know, the uh, sandbenders. Yeah, they're yeah. they're they're sandbenders, but they're moving the air. And I was like, this is they're they're totally employing uh, air bending, but they're not. Yeah, they're so. technically moving the sand. Yeah. Uh, but, I looked it up here, Bagu Zong is a uh, element of Taoism. It is where feng shui comes from, and it is mentioned in the I Ching. Oh. That just, that's a callback to the last episode, Animal Crossing. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. Because you have, to, you have to practice feng shui in order to, you know, win in the... Uh, the happy the the home designer thing. Deep Mike, that was a callback to you. Hey, I was starting to wonder if your you your your screen was frozen. I'm sorry. I know you're tired. I got eight minutes left in my nap an hour. Okay. Well, then I'm gonna let you go so you can power nap for eight minutes. Right, yeah, we should probably ra wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, we've run it into the ground. Okay. Well, to those audio listeners, thanks for listening, guys. Have a good night. Bye. Smell you later. Bye.